the Grow and Learn podcast, and I'm Zorina, your host. Today, we're going to be helping all women that find themselves on the crossroads that have just uh, completed a relationship and are looking for their way um, out of a financial hurdle. Um, most people or women that I've spoken to who've ended their relationships have a significant concern about money, and this is what our guest is going to be speaking today. I'm welcoming Patty Handy. Hello, Patty. Hello, Zarina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Patty, you've um, you're coming out of a long career in finance and in you're a certified. Can you tell me what what your career was? You were in mortgage and finance coach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Take so I was. Yes, I was a. Um, uh, post post having my child, I was a mortgage advisor for many years, and then I uh, transitioned into financial advisor. I was a financial advisor um, because I wanted to have a deeper relationship with my clients. The mortgage world was very transactional, and you know, once you do a loan, you move on. And with a, being a financial advisor, I was uh, you know very involved with my client's life from you know start to finish. So. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. But the um, the common themes that I heard throughout my career in the mortgage and financial world, um, specifically from women, was a uh, story of fear, a story of um, overwhelm, frustration, um, many tears, you know, in conversations. And I decided to pivot um, just actually a couple months ago. I left my firm as a financial advisor and transitioned into financial coaching. Um, which incorporates life coaching along with financial education and financial coaching. Um, and I work with women. Uh, I primarily work with women who are divorced, widowed or, or single, um, but women who are married come to me as well. And, and we share, you know, things that they should be doing in the relationship now. Um, but that's, you know, high, high level. I'm a certified life coach and certified executive coach. And I've uh, written four books as well. Wow. <laughs> that's a mouthful of things you have done. <laughs> Um, Patty, what uh, directed you towards this um, this segment or this group of people? Why do you want to specifically coach women who are going through a divorce? Yeah, that's a great question. So it, the seed was planted when I went through my divorce. Uh, when I went through my divorce, my son was 18 months old. And um, we had been trying for five years. My ex-husband and I were trying for five years. And we finally had him through in vitro fertilization. So... Uh, the IVF was su successful the first time, you know, thank goodness. And I was enjoying being at home with him. And that was my focus. I left my corporate financial world behind and uh, was at home raising him and then went through the divorce when he was 18 months. So I um, was in a place where, although I knew how to manage money, um, you know, the overwhelm of divorce, the fears, the, the, the you know, just being distraught. Um, I remember one pivotal moment where I was, you know, probably a couple of weeks after the divorce sort of, um, you know, was announced, if you will, um, I was laying in a fetal position, just sobbing, feeling overwhelmed, feeling just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I don't have a job. I got to raise my son. I mean, all, all these things, the loss of a marriage. And I had this very strange download. I, I call it a little God wink, um, where I had this thought that you're going to be okay because you know how to manage your, your money. And I wasn't even thinking about money. I wasn't thinking about my financial situation per se. I was just sobbing from grief. And it was a strange, like, 
again, download. It was really very, very uh, unusual. So I, I, you know, months later when I came out from under the fog, if you will, I uh, remember saying to myself, I'm going to somehow turn this experience of a divorce and turn this around and, and help women who have, who are going through this. And I know money is a piece that is painful for many, and I'm going to somehow use that. So it's always been, you know, gnawing at me literally for over two decades at this point. And um, I was just too busy raising my son and making a living and doing my my job that uh, I never really got to act on it. And so um, that's sort of the, the again, the seed that was planted and then the culmination of all the conversations I had with women over the years, um, I decided to just take that leap and, and do it. So when you meet a client in such a situation, what is the first thing you ask them to do? What is the first advice that you give them? Well, it's going to depend on their situation. I do a lot of asking of questions about their situation and where they're at. Um, as a coach, I'm doing a lot more, you know, asking and listening than I am talking. And then when I understand completely their their pain points, where they're at in life, wh where they want to go, where they are today, um, we, we create a roadmap, you know, as far as, you know, the, the plan of action. Um, I have created a course, it's called Minding Her Money, and it's an online digital course that incorporates nine different areas of a, of a person's life. And um, it's very comprehensive. And so we start there, I have them start with watching those, those videos and watching the course. Um, and then we have, you know, some group coaching, but it's really about um, having them identify where they're at today and where they want to be by when that's the that's the first and foremost and i, I use the analogy um if i were to blindfold you and i were to drop you in the middle of your country and you didn't have your phone you didn't have a gps you didn't have you know anything and we took the blindfold off and i said okay make your way home what would be the first question you would ask yourself and the first question would be well where am i right? It's like, you, you have to know where you are to be able to know how to get home. So it's the same as finances, whether it's your financial world, if it's, if it's your relationship or your, you know, whatever it is in your life. So you have to know where you are today. Um, and then determine the plan, the path, the journey to get to where you want to go. And when you say you have to know where you are today, is this in terms of these nine areas where your course is based on, or do you talk, are you talking only about finances or about emotional state? What is the location? Yeah, great question. So it's really everything. Um, the uh, yes, for sure. On the financial side, we want to determine where you are today. So what are your assets? What are your liabilities? What are your debts? What's your income? What's, what's coming in? What's going out? How much is your living expenses every, every month? What, what, uh, you know, what, what you know, do, you, do you have a home? What kind of equity is in your home? So you determine your net worth. So it's really about getting on paper what you have right now, where you are today. And if you're post-divorce, um, it's going to be, you know, to typically half of what you had prior to divorce, right? So that's going to be a, a, a different starting ground. Um, but we also talk about your money mindset and your relationship with money and your money story and understanding where you are today in that, money mindset and money story is important to um, reprogram what you don't, you know, what limiting beliefs don't, don't serve you. 
um, and, and kind of getting to the root of that. We talk about uh, your credit and how to get your credit score improved and what that looks like and how to buy a house or refinance on your own. So you've got to know where you're at today with, you know, what does that look like? Do I need to refinance to pay my ex-husband off? What, you know, what, what does that story look like? Um, getting organized, you know, as simple as that sounds, a lot of us are just, you know, paperwork everywhere. We don't have files. We don't have you know, a, a place, one place where we have everything, all the documentation, you know, all of our insurance documents, our living trust, our, our debt. So that if we were to pass away, our, our beneficiaries or our children wouldn't be, you know, trying to hunt down all of our stuff. So getting everything organized is so important. So that's just a sprinkling of what um, is in the, in the program. Um, but it encompasses all of that, the, you know, the emotional side, the mental part, the financial piece, spiritual side. So uh, apart from the fact that your typical client is going through a divorce, what are other typical characteristics? Like who normally is looking for you? Do these it's, do these women have jobs or what is their what are what is their behavioral description? They're they're all over the place. Um there are some that, you know, homemakers who were, you know, staying at home moms and they raise their kids and um you know, they're in this, what they call gray divorce. So they're in their fifties or sixties and, and uh, suddenly the divorce happens and they find themselves somewhat, uh, you know, lost. Um, there's the widows who have lost their spouses um, oftentimes unexpectedly. Um, I had one client that uh, I worked with many years ago who, when I was in the mortgage business, who husband has passed away very unexpectedly. And um, he took care of all the investing in the money and paid the bills. And she didn't even know where the checkbook was. I mean, it was just like, he just took care of everything. And not for any other reason that it was just, that was his comfort level. And she was like, okay, well, you take care of it. That's great. Um, but when he passed away, she was just, she didn't know where anything was. And it was an absolute mess. And, and luckily for her, they uncovered a unexpected investment account with about $600,000 in it, which was a beautiful surprise for her. But it also could have worked on the you know the flip side. It could have worked against her if they had you know come to find out that they had a bunch of debt that you know they, she wasn't aware of. So, um, the 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 ladies who I speak to who are married, I strongly encourage them to be equally involved in the financial um, story of of their of their life. So yes, the husband may physically pay the bills and may physically do the investing, but she should know where every asset is, how much they have how it's allocated, um, what debt they have. They, she should have a, a very solid understanding of their entire financial picture. Um, when, when you talk about mindset, because you mentioned this is one of the first things that, that your program addresses, what are some mm -hmm. of the um, worries, inhibitions, fears of the women that contact you? So we all have a, a money story and, and most of the women that I speak to, um, and men for that matter, I mean, just conversations in general, um, we, we, we see more scarcity mindset than we see um, abundance mindset. So I'll, I'll give a little backstory to that. So um, from birth to age eight, we are a sponge. We take in everything as fact. So if our parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, coaches, teachers, whoever we're hearing are saying things to us, we just take that in as fact. We don't have a filter and say, you know, mom, that doesn't make sense. You know, if, if you heard growing up, money doesn't grow on trees or um, no, we can't afford that. 
or what do you think we're rich or rich people are greedy? You know, our mindset then is of lack and that money is bad. And if that's what we heard growing up, that's what we're going to be thinking in our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind really dictates 95% of our reality externally. So although consciously we have a very small percentage that's actually physically doing things, um, the subconscious is the is the big piece that's that's functioning on the on the on the you know underneath of us, if you will. Um, and I use the analogy of an iceberg. You know, when you see an iceberg above the ocean waters, you see just a small portion. Um, if you see the the underneath side of the um, iceberg under the water, that is the bigger piece. That's the subconscious mind, and the piece of the ice that's above the water is the conscious mind. That's kind of the analogy that I use. Um, so our subconscious is very um, programmed, pre-programmed, and it's up to us to identify those limiting beliefs, which create thoughts in our in our in our life, and then that those thoughts create our our actions, which create the results that we have. So that's that's across the board. That's women, men. That's that's really everything. So um, you know, if there's one thing to to know is that if you have young kids, be mindful of what you say <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and how you're speaking to them. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a boomer. So my parents were born in the great depression. So I heard a lot of fear. I heard a lot of scarcity. I heard a lot, you know, that's just what they learned. And I don't, there's no blame. There's no pointing fingers. It's just, you know, this is what I heard. And my parents just did the best they could with what they heard growing up. Right. And it's, you know, and so forth and so on. So generationally we have heard, you know, various stories. Um, but you know, we can stop that now. And the beautiful thing about the brain is that it is neuroplastic. So we can, change those thoughts it takes time it takes work um but we aren't if we have this upbringing we aren't stuck with that for life which is very hopeful mm-hmm. um yes i'm i myself am coaching on my other platform um a system based on the silver method but not entirely so i'm well aware of uh, the influence of the subconscious mind on our entire reality so i'm all with you here but let's talk now about the practical part of money. When a client comes to you and you know you discover what their net worth is, what the money situation is, what is it that you advise them to do with their money? Or what are some directions uh, in which you point them? So if their situation is, um, again, it's very personal. There is no a one size fits all. Um, but if their situation is one where they don't have a, uh, an, an, a um, you know, money set aside for, you know, the unexpected, right, the emergency fund, we make sure that that gets funded. Um, if they've got credit card debt, we make a plan of getting out of credit card debt. So we look at what their debts look like. We look at the interest rates on those cards. We make a plan into what's the best way to tackle that and get that paid off. Um, then we look at, um, you know, what's coming in and what's going out. Can we look at the budget and determine where are there some holes that we can potentially um, pay less out and um, just be mindful of what those spending habits are. We talk about emotional spending or retail therapy, I call it, where there's spending happening because you're just having a bad day. I mean, we're all human beings. We all do it. I still do it. It just happens, right? Um, But we've got to be mindful of that at the expense of our long-term uh, just well-being, our our long-term financial well-being. So we look at the the spending habits um, and ways to again fill those gaps. Um, 
opportunities for possible increased income, whether it's a side hustle that they've always wanted to do. They've always had this idea in their in their heart that they wanted to do something. We explore, you know, explore for, for that. We look at um, their credit and if it's in good shape, then that's we leave it alone. If it's if it's not in good shape, we work with improving that credit and I give them tips and tools to um, you know, get that credit score improved. There's a lot of myths online, a lot of information online that is that is it's hard to determine what's right and what's wrong. Um, but I had worked in that field for so many years and I've seen so many credit scores come up. So um have a very good handle on what it takes to get that score up. And then the um the investing side. So I don't asset, I don't manage assets anymore. When I worked at my firm as an advisor, we had assets that we managed. I don't I don't I don't manage money anymore. They still need to manage it themselves. But I teach them. Um, how to, you know, first of all, the 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 fund the basic fundamentals, you know, what's a mutual fund, what's an ETF, what is that, what are the differences? How do you look at uh if you go to Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab or wherever, how do you see what the expense ratio is on those funds and how expensive those are and how they're invested and what does that look like in terms of diversification and how the the um and I don't tell them, you know, oh, you're you're portfolio should be invested in 10% this, 10% that, 20, you know, I don't give that advice. That's crossing the line into financial advice, but I educate them so that they can make those own decisions. And then if the situation is such that I feel a financial planner might be a good idea, I say, you know, you might want to look at a financial advisor and here's why, and here's the questions to ask them. And if they say this or that, you know, make sure you ask and get clarification. Um, so I give them the confidence that they need to go into those meetings um, and get a good understanding of what they're asking. And then, uh, I will refer them depending upon where they are. I'll refer them to advisors if I, if I can, so that they can have that, that next level of, of assistance. And I actually working with a lot of financial advisors right now, because what I do, they don't do and vice versa. So it's a great, it's a great compliment. Um, in fact, I've, uh, I've seen that a lot of financial advisors are bringing in life coaches, um, into their firm to work with clients because they don't do the the coaching piece, the life coaching piece. And a lot of what I've just shared, um, they don't, they don't do in a typical financial advisory role. So, so what is it that inspires you for this kind of work? I, um, I, I'm a teacher at heart. Um, you know, again, back to my story, I just, I wanted to take that experience of my divorce and somehow turn that around and serve and be able to make a big impact. And, um, it's very fulfilling work for me. The, the, the wonderful thing that gives me chills is that if I can teach a thousand women, this information, and then they can turn around and teach their kids or their loved ones or their friends or whoever, and that the ripple effect out into the world is going to be just massive over time, right? So today we have this place where financial education isn't taught in schools. It's starting it's starting to, which is a beautiful thing, but typically it hasn't been taught in schools. We don't learn it at home. So there's a lot of confusion and fear and and just unknown and people, you know, it's paralysis by analysis. They don't do anything, right? They just, because they're fearful of it, they just don't do anything. So if I can create this confidence and this empowerment um, and again, the ripple out to the world, it just, I mean, that to me is a, it's a untouchable legacy that I would love to leave. <laughs> Patty, how can people uh, reach you, work with you? What, what are the conditions for working with you? Sure. So um, my main website is just my name. It's pattyhandy.com. So it's P-A-T-T-I. 
H-A-N-D-Y.com. And there's a, a, a that's, we can learn a little bit more about me there. And then there's a link, it's Minding Her Money. So Minding Her Money is my program. Click on that and then you can get a down a free download of a couple goodies and then book a call with me where I, again, we spend 30 minutes talking about what's going on in their world. And um, it's a discovery call. Uh, and then I, I share my program. And if I feel like it's a good fit, we talk about it. And if it's not, that's not. Um, and then, uh, you know, that's kind of the best way to get them started is just to go to my, the Patty Handy website. And then I click on the, the Minding Her Money link. Awesome. Is there anything that I missed asking you that you would love to share that is important? You know, I would just wrap up with um, if you're in a situation where you are struggling financially, you don't feel confident, um, give yourself some grace. I think it's important that we really give ourselves grace. Um, you know, again, when I was going through my divorce, I I had that financial knowledge and the and the um, the comfort of understanding investing. And I still made mistakes. I still made um, bad decisions. And it was based off of fear, based off of emotional, you know, being a mess. Um, and I just, you know, it's like, okay, great. I learned from this. You learn the lesson and you move on. And I just, I just gave myself grace and I, I didn't let that take me down. Right. So um, again, it's okay. Just be proactive Find somebody that you trust and that you like and um, learn from them. There's so much, there's so many wonderful opportunities. There's a lot of great books um, out there. There's a lot of good opportunity for, for that growth. But um, first and foremost, give yourself grace. And especially if you're going through a divorce, you've lost a spouse and you're just dealing emotionally with things, um, just take care of you first and then, and focus on getting yourself, you know, back on track emotionally and then the financial piece will come together when you're in a better place thank you patty for this informative and uplifting conversation thank you Zarina. thank you <laughs> so girls head to pattyhandy.com thank you for listening to grow and learn we hope that you found our podcast informative engaging and inspiring our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.